Hi, my name is Praise. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kiyaji. Hi, my name is Anaya. Hi, my name is Jalen. Um, we're about to just switch books and look at the covers and see what um it feel like, like what we think about it. So, um, for their book night. I see like this blue dark color and I see barbed wires. Um, this just give me like a dark feeling. Like, I don't know, like I don't it just looks sad. You know, the book give me a dark feeling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then the <laughs> the title in general is just dark. What? Okay. okay. Um, their book is like it seems like it's just a, a old book because the way the town that she's looking out looks at, and then it makes me wonder who's looking out <clears throat> and like what she finna do in the town. Is she supposed to be there or something? Um, the the cover just. It's just like plain, like I wouldn't want to read it. So the cover of this book says brave and honorable. So the cover of this book says brave and honorable. So I'm imagining that this is like, since it looks like some villages or somewhere, maybe in Iraq, and this might be like about a war hero or something like that. Or somebody, because I see somebody that's looking out. Um, what's next? Okay. Okay. Uh, how about y'all go first? Oh, what happened to this part? Huh. Hey, y'all. Um, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I didn't read a lot, but so far I just read about basically like the first part, first little years of her life or whatever. So basically, it's about a girl that goes through a lot of problems. She have, oh, oh, what about a girl? She goes through a lot of problems with like her family or whatever. Because, you know, at the first part of the story, it basically tells her how when she was little and what her mama's job was and how she ended up in this place called Harry. Oh, no, she lived outside of Harry. Oh, like in the outskirts. We have basically Okay, so, um... 
basically like what I read, it was just like this girl and like she just had like a whole bunch of unfortunate events happen to her. Like it's just so crazy, all the stuff that's been happening to her. Like in the beginning, like they just introduced us to her and her mom. Her and her mom live in this small little shack thingy and basically they live away from everybody else and like her mom you would think that since it's just the two of them her mom would be like very like overprotective or like really nice to her and stuff like that but no that lady is mean like she would she calls her a bastard and all that stuff i mean she is a bastard but like you don't want your daughter to feel like that you don't want to put your daughter down like that but old girl doesn't care but i think her mom was sick like i think her mom is sick because she did it was this word they used but I don't really know how to pronounce it but you got when they when she's having a seizure they would say like something is entering her nana's body or something like that so I thought like she's was, being possessed yeah. they didn't understand the medical yeah. science behind the the seizure but it was more of a and with that even um her mom was supposed to be married to somebody and when they figured that out they thought like she was possessed and they didn't even get no they thought she was possessed because she had a seizure like her body was shaking and stuff was um foaming out her mouth so she didn't get married because they caught off the wedding thought she was possessed like a lot of unfortunate stuff happens to her and her family and she's talking about her mother though the mom still had a kid even though she wasn't married yeah but that was after the thing was canceled her mom was a maid at a house and the husband of the house basically had intercourse with her and got her pregnant but the husband already had three wives and the wife was like no like get her out of here like that's yeah so they had to go outside of the city into like this plane like just plane out of nowhere of nowhere and they just built a house for her and that's where she's been staying for 15 years and her dad visits her like almost every week every Thursday and she's like really like her her dad is her idol kind of like her dad is rich he owns a yeah. Oh, her um. Basically, the dad had three wives already, and yeah, it's it's a cultural thing. So um. So they didn't want the yeah. man to be wife number four, so they kicked him out. But this is Afghanistan. I I don't know. I didn't know that they did that back in the day. I didn't know they had polygamy still. Well, this was in nineteen. 19- it was okay. So it was these Jews, like they just Jews, and they all like to me. It seemed like they just live by each other, right? And 
It was something coming. What's the name of the people? It was coming. They was the German army. No, them the ones that were the people that was moving. Because when they woke, when they was waking them up that night, when they was waking them up that night, running to so they they to me they live next door to each other. I don't know how they was getting in each other's houses in the middle of the night like they had to get to each other's house. But so it was this little girl, and she was running to wake up everybody, like all the Jews. Like it seemed like they just all lived in the same house, but they did. She was going next door, going door to door. It was the girl. In the very beginning, not that <laughs> she was running to wake them up so they can prepare to leave the next day. How she know they was coming though? He was like one of the important in the entire army. Yeah, he was an important person. So he knew. So he sent them to go get everybody, when everybody, wake everybody up. And so, so one of the neighbor people talked like she was crazy. Like, what are you talking about? Type stuff. But then he ended up like he was like his kid. Where'd they go? So towards the beginning of the book, it was like this man, and he was telling them about how the Germans plan on punishing us, or well, the Jews. I'm referring to us. And when they used to when how they plan on punishing the Jews. And so when the Jews like they when they first came in, they was all acting all nice, you know. But then they was right, they was acting normal. And then they was like, Okay, you got a curfew. Okay, you gotta wear this. You gotta wear this star on your shirt. Then you change it. And then they was like, everybody's going to be evacuated. So the, when the father came back with the news, his face was like all pale and stuff. And it was this um, person that they found out later was coming to knock on the window to tell them that something bad was going to happen. And maybe if they had known, they would have been able to say. So they thinking it's, it's not that bad that they don't have to evacuate because they don't know what's going on. And they just, so they all get out, they waiting on trains. And the main character, Elijah, he was like, he was basically talking about how they was going to be the last people to leave. So when they get on these trains and they being processed, they was talking about how they was like good for nothing. And they was um, pushing them with clubs and stuff. Tell them to get into the train. And it took like days, maybe weeks to get to um, where they was going. When they got to where they was going, it was like a camp and it was called Auschwitz. And that's when it was telling everybody, it was like parts of a hundred 
people. They were telling everybody to get out of court. Everybody was thirsty. And that's when they started like beating them, just beating them for no reason. And telling them that they had to go and strip. Because they had to go put on some, some other clothes. And so when they first came to the camp, there was this, this I don't know what you want to call him. I guess this German soldier, and he was basically telling them they don't understand why they're here, and they was like, good for us. And then he he got into the part where he was like, over there, that's where they will take you. Over there will be your grave. You want you don't understand, you sons of bitches. Don't you understand anything? You will be burned, burned to the center, turned into ashes. And so they that place was later known as the crematorium. So the young would be like the young in a week they will go they would be sent to the crematorium to be burned. And the babies, they were talking about how the German soldiers were using them for target purposes. And later on, after that, Elijah started talking about how they used to lash out on them. They had to work with dangerous hours. And then a little bit later, they all just had to get transferred. So they kept going from like one one camp to another and abandoning the last one. But nobody noticed. I mean, I guess when it when it started getting towards the center of the book, there was probably like the Russians and they was going to invade. So they got scared and they sent everybody to like these other they had sent everybody to like these other camps Eliza was talking about how later on he um he got sent to like a better facility where they had to be like sent to a doctor and they would go through these like these phases called selection. So if you weren't running fast enough, then you went to the crematorium. If you look, if you, you was in the infirmary, you went to the crematorium. Wait, it's about like Hitler. Yeah. I just think it's so crazy, like all the stuff that they had to go through and just. Oh, and then, like, towards the beginning, he had to lie about his age. Like, it was this man coming up to him. He was like, you're not 15. Who is he? Eliza. Ellie. The man. Ellie, the main character, has to lie about his age. So when they, like, went to the concentration camps, right, they were, like, brought there on... Have you talked about the cattle cars? Yeah, I already talked about it. So if you look over at the, like, room there that's in the corner, and you see, like, where the end of the bookcase is, and then where the end of Aaron is, that's basically the size of a cattle car. Like, if you count the square tile, and they had like, yeah, so it was super, super cramped. Um, but then the issue was, as soon as they got off, they were sorted. Women and children in one group, men who could work in the other group. The women and children went straight into the flames. The men dug graves for the ashes. 
Like it was really heinous. So that guy that you guys met literally saved Ellie's life and saved his dad's life because if his dad was too old, he would have gone with the women and children and just straight died. And if Ellie was too young, he would have also just straight died. He saved their lives. But like at what cost? Right? Like, I don't know. What about you guys? Would you have wanted to just like die or would you have wanted to work through it and like live through the Holocaust? I probably just wouldn't want to Yeah, I feel like that's my okay. First of all, as a teacher, I should say if you are having these thoughts, go talk to the nurse. (laughs) But then, like realistically, like my zombie apocalypse plan, like I'm not gonna survive a zombie apocalypse. Like I already know that. Like I don't want to witness that. Like it was so, it was so bad. Like just, just be like, just be done with it instead of like, trying to force yourself to go through. And then you seeing those like, and you seeing the people that you know that you grew up with dying and you having all that guilt and like you just just being so sad like it would just be too much for me I think like, I would just rather like die with the book where like the man who everybody loves and, the, and like his little kids like the little informant when they got hanged I was like I don't know if I want to keep reading this it's a very heavy book yeah did you guys get through both packets by the way not, not thoroughly Okay, but you talked about most of the things in each yeah. packet? Okay. And then towards the end, when it was snowing, it was like, they was just set up to die. They didn't have a proper Like, he, he literally, when his foot was busted open, all he did was wrap something around it and started to continue to walk because he knew if he stayed in that camp, they was going to blow up them camps. So they had to leave. And then you in the freezing cold and like neat high snow. So why y'all think- And then they had to run, like run to the next part. It's because they were scared. They were scared that the Russians was going to come and bust everything out. They wanted to kill all the Jews before they could even get there. So while they was in, when they finally got to the carts, everybody was like, that it was hundreds of them. They couldn't breathe. And people was just, just started dying. So they just started opening carts, throwing people in the snow, and continuing on. And then nobody liked that. One old, one old man, like he was looking for his son, and Eliza remembered that he was the one that ate the soup and he began to be like really hot. And so he just like fell out and died in the snow. But Eliza forgot that. When he was t- when his father was asking his son, and like when they finally got to the camp, his father got sick, and then he ended up dying. So he was like, "It's no more reason for me to live." So here's the question for y'all: If y'all mom was basically like really rude to you, just like demoting you, just putting you down all the time. How would you feel? Um, it would be upsetting, but it wouldn't be nothing you could do because it's your mom. You would just have to deal with it. I think it would just have to deal with it. I mean, you would be used to it, though. She'd been doing it your whole life. You probably think that was normal. Now, her dad, Miriam's dad, which is Miriam is the main character. She's 15 year old. Miriam's dad. Um, 
<laughs> so Miriam had went to her dad's house for her birthday. She wanted to see her dad and she wanted to see all her stepbrothers and sisters that she never met. But her dad told um, the servant to basically say that she he wasn't in the house and she should go back home. And she slept outside. She was so determined to see her dad for her birthday. She slept outside. So, how would you feel if you found out that your dad was in the house the whole time while you slept outside in the cold just for your birthday? I would be very like, upset. Yeah, I've been like, very emotional about it. And then you came home to your mom hanged. Yeah, yeah, her mom had killed herself. Her mom had some illness, and she just couldn't take the fact that... That, um... This, that would have been very heavy. Yeah. That would have hit me hard, especially on my birthday. Yeah. And then she didn't have her dad. Her dad didn't come around yet. It's like once a week. I probably would have been miserable. Like Alex, I would be miserable. And then, her, and then her dad married her off to this forty-year-old. It was, it was so crazy. Okay, so in the in the book. I wanted to describe one of the characters. It was this one character, and his name was Renick. And he tried to manipulate Eliza into giving him his crown because all the Jews were forced to take out their like their gold teeth and the crowns that was around their teeth. So when he refused, he was like, "Okay, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you." And he was like, um, "He was gonna end up beating him and his dad." But the, the um, dentist who was supposed to take out his tooth, he had got charged with death because he was apparently profiting from selling other people's teeth. So that's how he kept his. When you are done posting the things where you need to post the things, I need the packets. Okay. And then another character was the captain. And we got started. Eli, like Eli, found out that he moved like the whole concentration camp just so he could like have an affair with this this girl that was in the camp. And so when he when he like found out that he moved the whole camp for that, he thought it was so funny that he started laughing, but he forgot that he was right there next to the capo who was still having an affair with that girl. So she was trying to cover herself up, and then he was like, he, he, he took him in front of the whole camp, and that's when he just started whipping him with the whip like twenty five times, talking about some you shouldn't be you face for anybody who tries to investigate in my affairs. Okay. Thank you.